Hey everyone, this is Joe Waters, and I want to welcome you to another episode of Cause Talk Radio. I'm on the line, of course, with my co-host, Megan Strand. Hey, Megan. Hello, Mr. Waters. How are you doing today? I am very excited because we've got somebody exciting on the phone to talk to you today. Oh, I know. This is a great new endeavor. We have Lori George Billingsley, who's the Vice President of Community Relations at Coca-Cola, and she is on the line to tell us about a fabulous new product project uh, involving uh, Coke's vending machines. Hey, Lori, how's it going? It's great. Good morning, Megan and Joe. Thanks so much for having me on the show. That's right. My pleasure. So, you know, we're recording this show early, uh, early in the morning on Tuesday. Well, not too early. It's almost lunchtime. How many Cokes have you had today? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, I've had one so far. That's good. But it's just the beginning of the day. That's right. That's right. That's what I, I was always kind of curious when you have like a limitless supply. How many do you really dig into during the day? <laughs> exactly. There's so many products to choose from. I, know. <laughs> I can't wait to visit the Coke factory. Uh, but Laurie, thanks so much for joining us today. We really do appreciate it. Tell us about these new vending machines that uh, Coca-Cola is rolling out in Atlanta. Absolutely. The vending machines um, are really interactive and they enable our consumers to donate to the American Red Cross and also learn about our partnership with the Red Cross and initiatives that we're supporting around the globe. Mm -hmm. So when when you walk up to one of these vending machines, does it just look like a normal Coke vending machine or does it talk at you or what, what, what do people experience? Sure. When you walk up to the machine, it, it's a, it has a um, digital HD screen on it. And when you walk up, it has our products on there, but then it also has factoids about the American Red Cross. So it has the Red Cross logo on it, which then draws consumers in to be able to see, you know, what this is about, how much they can donate, and what projects they'd be donating to. Cool. And they do this. This all happens right on the machine? Happens all right on the machine. It's very, very cool. Wow. Very interactive. They're able yeah. to push buttons and get factoids. They're able to um, find out more information about the Red Cross and the good work that they're doing, yep. as well as donate either one, two, or three dollars. Yeah, I was going to ask that in terms of like, I guess that's pretty consistent with what people are spending at the machine, too. You know, we we always kind of talk about that with point of sale programs, Laurie, because, you know, when you're at the register, if people are just spending like a couple dollars or a few dollars on a donut and a coffee. They don't want to donate five dollars. You know, they want to donate a dollar or two or something modest. So it sounds like you've hit in onto that. Exactly right. You know, they're able to make a contribution without a purchase, or they can also purchase, you know, one of our products as well and then make the contribution. So you're right. It, and it also enables them to use, you know, their debit or credit card to do it. So it's a yep. cashless machine. Yeah. Cool. Yep. Wow, that's really cool. So what was the impetus behind this to, to do something like this? Well, you know, it's something that we've been um, trying to tap into for a while in terms of the technology to be able to do um, charitable contributions. The machine has the ability to do up to three organizations. Um, what we started with for uh, this current pilot is to really just do one organization, get the learnings from that. Mm -hmm. We're doing it here in Atlanta, our hometown, um, and based on, you know, 
how the pilot goes will then determine if we're going to roll it out across the country and if we're going to add other nonprofit organizations to it as well. Wow, that's great. So, you know, I'm curious with these machines too, uh, Lori, like is there a lot of additional cost um, in these machines because, you know, you're adding this component or is this something that, you know, you, you, you've used this technology before but not in this way? Correct. Ryan West, who is sort of the creator of this interactive vending machine, it's really kind of cool because mm -hmm. it's all electronic. Yep. So he literally can just hook up his computer um, to the machine and download the information that we want on the machine. Mm -hmm. And then it's just as simple as that. So in terms of the cost, um, the cost of the machine absolutely is, you know, more than our normal machines. Mm -hmm. But loading the technology onto it, you know, that's that's there's no cost to that. Pretty right. simple. Right. What right. what are you what are your objectives with this with this type of program? What are you hoping to to achieve and how does this link in with other charitable programs that Coke is, has going on? Sure. I mean, what we're really trying to do is give people an opportunity to make contributions to worthy organizations. It gives us the opportunity to leverage our partnerships even more with our nonprofit partners. As I said, we've been a partner with the American Red Cross since the early 1900s. And so... Um, this just gives us another opportunity to allow consumers to connect with phil philanthropic uh, efforts that we're supporting. We already are supporting, you know, last year we did over $100 million in um, charitable contributions to organizations across the globe. So this just allows consumers to also to tap into that. Mm -hmm. what? Yeah, that's it. No, go ahead, Megan. I was just curious to know, I, I, I envision, you know, when you see closed circuit cameras, hidden cameras and, and capturing people when they're interacting with the vending machines. What 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 kind of consumer response have you gotten so far? You know, we've gotten some really good response. I mean, we've gotten people who have made donations. I was trying to get the numbers before uh, the call, but I wasn't able to. But we have gotten indications from the folks who are monitoring it um, mm -hmm. internally that we've gotten a good response, good traffic. Um, the machines are located in very high traffic areas, so it's appealing because it is different. It doesn't look like our normal machines, so it does draw people in to find out like what's going on here mm. you know uh, Megan I think what's interesting about this campaign too and something that we talk about a lot is that you know we're really finding ways that cause is kind of integrated into every part of our lives, whether we're using our credit card when we're shopping or we're liking a Facebook page online or buying a soda out of a vending machine. I mean, there's, I think this is just another great example of how cause is becoming so central and omnipresent in our lives. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, and are you, one of the nice things about a vending machine is that it really is kind of its own advertising in and of itself, but are you doing anything else to support awareness of what you're trying to do at these, at these vending machines? I mean, I really, I've only seen 
I kind of saw one article by happenstance about this, and but I haven't mm-hmm. seen much else. So is are, are you doing anything else to support that? Yeah, here in Atlanta we are. I mean, we've gotten a lot of good publicity about it here in Atlanta. I think because it's, it is a pilot just here in the city, mm-hmm. that's why you haven't seen sort of widespread coverage yeah. on it. Sure. But certainly, you know, they are in high traffic areas, so they're in, you know, malls and some mm-hmm. uh, colleges and universities, and uh, that's getting good traffic. So I think the buzz around it is more localized yep. because it is here just in Atlanta, but hopefully, you know, assuming that it goes well, we'll be able to roll it out and people will hear even more about it. Mm. You know, it's kind of like the it's 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 kind of a great example of like the ultimate form of location based cause marketing. Exactly. <laughs> you know, like, exactly right. Yeah. Well, know, that so was that was what I was wondering about the American Red Cross. I mean, really, if you had some sort of disaster that happened and people, you know, in those situations where people are just yeah. desperate to donate, that seems like yeah. a slam dunk in choosing a charity like that was. Did that go into your thinking at all about who to partner with on this? Absolutely, Megan. I mean, you're spot on. One of the things that um, we're testing, even with this pilot program, is the option of turning those vending machines into sort of donation hotspots if there is a disaster. So because, again, the technology is we can, you know, make any changes to it via computer and just download it onto the machine, we could essentially, if there's, you know, a hurricane or, or some other disaster actually plug in information that would then turn that vending machine into a disaster hotspot for you to be able to give. Yeah, no, I think that's, and you know what I think is interesting about something like this too, Lori, is, you know, as you move along with this program, there may be some interest in integration with social media platforms like Facebook and Foursquare and Twitter and stuff like that, where people will actually be able to share their location and the fact that they're donating through one of these machines with their social networks. Absolutely. Mm. And I mean, we, we... Absolutely. We have, um, you know, a lot that we do in the social media space. Our, yes. uh, yep. We have a Facebook fan page that yep. rivals the president's in terms of yeah. number of, of followers. And so that's, that's right. it's absolutely often described something. As, it's often described, your Facebook page is often described as the best example of a Facebook page. You know what I mean? And, you know, when I look at when I want to know what's cutting edge and happening on Facebook, I go to your page and check it out. And then I think I can't do this. What else can I look at? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it is. It's like a model page of what, a you know, a Facebook page should look like in terms of all the interaction. And I think, you know, it would be fun in some ways to, you know, to, to kind of combine the, um, the digital world with the physical world. Because, yeah. you know, these vending machines are like the ultimate example of like the physical end of cause marketing. Absolutely agree. And and so we're always looking for ways to expand it. Mm -hmm. And the learnings, again, from the pilot are going to really be helpful in what we do moving forward. And if we're able to tap into other partners as well, American Red Cross is a great partner. You know, we've got a global partnership with them, you know, over 126 year heritage with the company. Um, So, it's going to be a great opportunity for us to look at other ways to expand it um, across the country and be able to help more charitable causes. 
Right. How how long is the pilot running in Atlanta, and how will you know that it's, it's you know what what are your your benchmarks for it its success in order to roll it out to other cities? Absolutely, it's going to run through the fall, so we've got a month or two left. Um, with this particular pilot. And then we'll do internally um, an assessment in terms of what was the response rate, kind of what were the levels that people gave at so that we can refine it Mm -hmm. and then look to see where we might want to roll out to next. So it might not be that we, you know, it'll probably be a gradual rollout across Mm -hmm. the country if we go that way. So we'll probably roll it out to another city or two, Mm -hmm. um, test the waters there, maybe add another nonprofit to it, um, see what the response is, and then continue to gather learnings. But the hope would be that in 2013 we'll be able to really expand the program so that people have an opportunity to give. Mm, That's interesting. You know, Laurie, I'm kind of curious, too, with with your strategy in terms of um, marketing Coke and stuff like that. I mean, uh, vending machines, do they play a, I mean, not knowing a lot about the beverage industry, to be quite honest with sure. you, I mean, do vending machines play a big role still in getting beverages to folks? Oh, absolutely. I mean, if you, you think know? about it, our, our, our vending machines are pretty much everywhere. So people are, you know, getting their beverages, obviously at customers or, you know, in stores, but vending machines also still play a big role mm. in how people get their get their beverages to enjoy. Mm, that's interesting. So, I mean, we can say these vending machines certainly aren't the pay phones of the future or lack of no future. <laughs> I mean, like, you know, uh, you know, so someone said the other day, like, you know, they, 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 you know, you see all these holes in the wall now where pay phones used to be, you know what I mean? Like, you know, they, exactly. they don't exist anymore. You know, it's so kind of funny. But that certainly isn't the case with vending machines. As a matter of fact, vending machines only seem to be becoming more sophisticated um, in Absolutely. how they deliver the product to people. Absolutely. And, you know, in addition to, you know, vending machines being out there, they're also, you know, energy efficient. We're getting even better with um, that side of our vending uh, machines as well so that they're, um, you know, friendlier to the environment um, as well as being well-placed so that people can consume our products. Mm, that's interesting. I'm curious. Yeah. On the go. I'm, I'm going to ask you to speculate here for a minute, but provided you do roll this out to other cities, Joe had talked originally about the nice part of American Red Cross, well, and vending machines is being hyper local. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. you could, if there's a disaster in a certain community, you know, maybe those vending machines could all donate to that particular disaster. But mm-hmm. so, say you came to Portland, Oregon, which would be fabulous. Oh. Um, okay. Do you would you anticipate continuing these national partnerships and and maybe have it with some sort of local focus or would you would it be important to choose a local partnership for for that particular geographical area that's really a good question megan and that's something that we have talked about in terms of you know do you do it based on the location do you look at maybe some of the nonprofit organizations i mean we we support hundreds of organizations mm-hmm. across the country mm-hmm. and so do we look for local partners where we maybe you know use our machines in those local markets to be able to benefit things that are happening there locally so that is right. part of the equation and our follow-up in terms of if we do roll things 
rolls out um, across the country. How do we do it and what's the best way to do it? Do you go national and some local? Do you do all national? So definitely questions that we are um, looking at on this end. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I think it's a really interesting project, and I think it will be, uh, you know, also be really interesting to see where it goes. I mean, I think the biggest thing I've gotten out of our conversation today is, Megan, I think you and I need to have our own cause bending machine. <laughs> you know, we can have like pink umbrellas. You can donate every day. Be a trade farmers. <laughs> you know, we can have pictures of me and you that people can buy in these vending machines. You know what I mean? Stuff like that. Lori, what do you think? I mean, do you think Coke would want to be in on something like that? <laughs> I would certainly support that effort. Oh, Thanks. you're sweet. Absolutely. You're sweet. Uh, my, I'll have my agent call you. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is this is so fabulous, Lori. We really appreciate your time. All Joe's kidding aside. And, and this is a really interesting pro- project. And we are interested to continue watching it and hear about its success. So hopefully you'll come back on once you have some, some learnings and findings and uh, dependent on whether you're going to roll this out and talk to us again. Um, In the meantime, is there some place people can go to find out more information about the good works that Coke does on a regular basis? Oh, absolutely. People can go to the Coca-Cola company.com. Mm-hmm. Fantastic, and we oh, will. Great. We'll also put a, a link or two up to. I know. Again, we've seen a couple of articles on this, and we'll put a link to the Coke website. Uh, Joe, where can people find out more about you if they should want to brave down that road? You know, Megan, what I was thinking too with these uh, bending machines is maybe we can get a picture, you know, to post with our, um, our podcast today. So people could actually see what one of these machines yes, looks like absolutely. too, you know. So maybe that's something we can get in touch with you about, Laurie, and we can absolutely. put that information on our site, which would be great. But in the meantime, uh, people can uh, check out my blog, selfishgiving.com, of course, and they can find me minute to minute at uh, on Twitter at Joe Waters. Uh, what about you, Megan? Where can they find you? I will be exchanging jabs with you on Twitter at Megan Strand, and not quite so. Uh, informally at tweet cmf for the cause marketing forum um, and i also blog for the cause marketing forum at causeupdate.com and you can find cause talk radio and all of the other rashpixel.tv shows on itunes as well as stitcher smart radio so find us there and on behalf of joe and Lori and myself we thank you all for joining us today have a good one 